0: Welcome to Enjoying the Journey with Scott Pauling. True and lasting joy is only found in Jesus Christ and God has designed the Christian life so that those who follow Him will not only enjoy the destination, they can also enjoy the journey. You see, we're all travelers in this world and God has many wonderful truths to teach us along the way. For the next few moments, we turn our attention to the Word of God, the only roadmap for this journey. You'll find additional study helps and resources online at scottpauly.org. Join us now as we study the Scriptures together. It is our prayer that you will enjoy the journey.
1: Could I ask you, what made Eden, Eden? You know that beautiful garden, that wonderful place that Adam and Eve got to live. What made Eden, Eden? Was it Adam? Was it Eve? Was it the presence of the beautiful trees? Was it the lush foliage? Was it the animals? No, my friend. The thing that made Eden, Eden was the presence of God. As a matter of fact, once sin entered in and came between God and man, The garden was never the same. And may I say to you, the only thing that truly makes life wonderful and worth living is the presence of God. We've come in our study in Philippians chapter 4 to this beautiful section where the Apostle Paul said, I've learned in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content. Now remember, he was in jail when he wrote those words. And then he wrote these famous words, I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. We're talking about staying happy in Jesus, and we've learned in this chapter to stay happy in Jesus, you've got to stay right with one another, you've got to stay prayerful, you've got to stay in the Word. And now we're discussing this truth that you have to stay content in Christ. And before I add to our list, before we go any further, I want to stop and and ask you to meditate on this truth just a little more. I want to say to you, this is a powerful message to all of us. I don't want you to miss it. You see, the Apostle Paul literally borrowed a word from his culture, from his day. There was a group of people known as the Stoics. Uh, They were exactly like they sound. They were very rigid people. They were Stoic. Uh, They were self-sufficient, full of pride, full of themselves. And one of their favorite words was the same word the Apostle Paul uses here for content. Uh, There's a bit of irony here. I think perhaps even a bit of divine humor. Paul played off of this word You see, the Stoics used the word to describe themselves. They were self-sufficient. They were content in themselves and of themselves. And Paul used their word against them. He basically said, I'm not content with me, but I am content in Jesus. I'm content in Christ. You see, there's a holy discontent. I'm not happy with my own faith. I'm not happy with my own progress in grace. I'm not happy with my sin and failures and weaknesses. Oh, but I'm happy in Jesus Christ. And the happy life is the life that is lived in the presence of the Lord Jesus. The Apostle Paul wrote another letter to an individual by the name of Timothy where he dealt with the same subject of contentment in Christ. I'd like to go to that portion of Scripture before we move on in our study in Philippians. It's found in 1 Timothy chapter 6. And it's interesting, but he's talking about people who live evil lives. And he said this, He said, They are perverse disputings of men of corrupt minds and destitute of the truth, supposing that gain is godliness. From such withdraw thyself. And then these famous words, But godliness with contentment is great gain. What a contrast between just about having things and stuff. The Lord's way is that godliness with contentment is great gain. The key here is contentment, not things. And then he goes on to give some secrets to this contentment. Listen to the words of 1 Timothy chapter 6, beginning in verse 7. For we brought nothing into this world, and it is certain we can carry nothing out. And having food and raiment, let us be therewith content. But they that will be rich fall into temptation and a snare, and into many foolish and hurtful lusts, which drown men in destruction and perdition. For the love of money is the root of all evil." which while some coveted after, they've erred from the faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. Remember that contentment and our thought life are connected. That was true in Philippians 4 and it's true in 1 Timothy chapter 6. So would you like to be a contented person today? Think on these things. Number one, think for just a moment about where you came from. We brought nothing into this world. The truth of the matter is, every good thing in your life, God gave you. Your very breath, that's God's gift to you. The health and strength you enjoy today, that's God's gift to you. The same is true of your Christian experience. You added nothing to your salvation. Salvation is of the Lord. Every good and perfect gift cometh down from above, from the Father of lights, in whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. Think about where you came from. You had nothing, and God gave you everything. Then the Bible says it is certain we can carry nothing out. Think about where you're going. Someday you're leaving this world with nothing, but your eternal soul. All the stuff will be left behind, all the things we put our hope in and our happiness in, all of that will be gone. Think about where you're going. That will help with your contentment. Then number three, think about what you have. The Bible says in having food and raiment, let us be there with content. Have you eaten today? Uh, Perhaps several times. Maybe you're thinking now about what you're going to eat next. We live that way, don't we? We're well fed, you see. And the truth of the matter is, not only do we have food, we have raiment. Most of us had to choose between more than two outfits today. We're wealthy people, you see. And the Bible says if you're fed and clothed today, be content in that. Think about what you have. And then number four, think about where you could be. You could be drowning in all the things you wish you had. That's the description he gives of the rich here in this passage of Scripture. Think. Think about how good God has been to you. Think not only of what He's given you, but what He's kept from you. And as you think on these things, it will help you to be a more contented Christian. I had a great aunt that's with the Lord now. Her name was Goldie. I used to go by Goldie's house, riding my bike as a boy, and see her swinging there on the front porch all by herself. She was a widow woman. She had one son who never came to visit. He lived in another state. She lived in an old house with very few of this world's goods. And yet she, she was such a happy woman. One day I stopped near the end of her life to visit with her Goldie had a beautiful glow about her face that day. I remember her saying to me, You know, Scott, sometimes when I'm by myself, I just like to get down on my knees and just look at him. I thought as a very naive, immature kid, bless her heart, she's starting to slip. Her mind is going. But now I realize she had actually discovered the secret of real joy. She had learned no matter who was there or what she had or didn't have, she could get on her knees and she could get a glimpse of the Lord Jesus She could find her joy in the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, I wish I could go back and sit on that old swing and talk to her some more. Listen to what she had to say. She had learned the secret of contentment. I can't do that, but I can enter into the same joy and contentment today in Jesus Christ. Friend, if you want to stay happy in Jesus, stay content in Jesus Christ.
0: Thank you for listening to today's episode of Enjoying the Journey. The only thing that matters in this world and in eternity is your personal relationship with Jesus Christ. If you have never trusted the Lord Jesus Christ, would you repent of your sin and by faith take Him as your Savior? Friend, God loves you and Jesus died for you. He died for your sins and rose from the dead so that you could have eternal life. You do not have to journey alone. Jesus will come into your life to be your constant companion. Simply pray, Lord, be merciful to me, a sinner. God promises that whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. If you do know Christ as your Savior, He wants you to walk closely with Him. It is the only way to enjoy the journey. You may listen to today's Bible message again, as well as others in this series. Simply visit Scottpawley.org today for resources that will encourage your faith and equip you to take the next step for Christ. If you have made a decision today or would like additional help, we would love to hear from you. Email us at connect at or write to us at 1038 North Eisenhower Drive, Beckley, West Virginia, 25801. We will continue studying the Word of God together next time. And until then, may God help you to enjoy the journey.